This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Hey, guys. So I fucked up um, and we said some things on this episode about a project that um, I and we all later decided to keep confidential for now. So sorry for the short episode this week, but if you reach out to me, I will talk to you and we will upload uh, the portion that has been uh, redacted from the episode onto our Patreon. So if you want to check that out, subscribe, like, and share. Thanks. Sorry again. Bye. Sorry for the late release as well. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Is there a Halloween for, is there Korean Halloween or do they just call it Halloween? I don't know. I don't think they do that. I don't think we have like a day of the dead, right? We just chesa no. whenever. Yes. We just chesa. Yeah. It's like rainy like day it. and we yeah. just fucking chesa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, you know, there's some stuff like that that really doesn't translate. Like, um, I once asked my uncle what Korean people say when people sneeze. Mm. It's yeah. like, you know, when, you know, you sneeze, it's like, God bless you, okay. or because yeah, you're tight or whatever. Tight, yeah. And I was like, so what do you guys say? And he oh, went, yeah. he was like, Oi. <laughs> <laughs> like when someone sneezes, he's like, Oi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're, we, they don't care about our health. No, they just care our, about their that, yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, get it away from me. <laughs> I guess like, what do we say to each other? You just move away. I I think my Harabaji used to say, you know, like to me, like, that's right. Again, another Shiwane. Like, we're just seeking for Shiwan. We're looking for relief. (laughs) In search of relief. Um, What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show. If if you're new, my name is Peter Kim. And I am Anji Kim. And we are the host of the Ajuma Show. Today, we're going to be talking about. Um, whatever the fuck we want to talk about, okay? That's what we do here. Relax. Don't come here for anything specific. Don't come here for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just spent uh, uh, some time on the Patreon. For those of you guys who want to join the Patreon, go take a look. If it's something for you, join it. We're recapping all the episodes of uh, Squid Game. Mm-hmm. And it's, interesting. It's, it's been very interesting to dive in. Anyway, go check that out. But... Those of you who are in the main episode, what's up? Today we're gonna start out with our kick-ass Koreans. It's time for kick-ass Koreans. Kia. This is the part of the show where we dutifully research and um, unearth the Koreans and Korean Americans, Korean internationals, whatever uh, that are kicking ass and yes. doing and taking names. And today my kick-ass Korean is Connor Shin. Ooh. Yeah, he's a writer for uh, my show that just came out, Fairfax. Yes! <laughs> I just watched two episodes. They're so good. Oh, did good. you? Yes. Oh, my so God. Unji, thank you for watching. Of course. Get those streams, baby. Everyone that's, yeah. watch, everyone that's listening, please go check out Fairfax. It is so funny. Our little thank Peter. Thank you. Okay. Can I just Peter's tell you? His, doing the damn uh, thing. Oh, thank you. I, 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 I just have to say, I was, so I had a watch party as well. And uh, it was so cool to watch it with my, like, funny, gay, smart friends. Yeah. Because that's who I want to impress. Yeah. You know, like, and it's packed with, like, 
just references that like I had to look up to, you know, like yeah. and I'm in the show, <laughs> but it, it, you know, it's a very like youthful show. So like it was, I was glad that us like <laughs> fucking miserable comedy cucks <laughs> loved it. <laughs> uh, and one of the my favorite episodes. Uh, no, it is my favorite episode. Uh, is episode seven written by Connor Shin? Mm. Connor also writes. Uh, right now on uh, Harley Quinn, the show on HBO Max, also a kick-ass show if you guys have not checked it out. Cool. Um, I've been f- friends with Connor for a while. We did some improv together here um, for Gaijin AF, and now um, he's just out here fucking killing it. And uh, if you guys are watching, I, go watch the show. If you're watch, if you're listening to this podcast, you should be watching Fairfax. And if you, when you get to episode seven, I would just love your input, especially the Ajima Show listeners, because I feel like. Ajima show is represented so well in um in episode seven and like Korean American culture yes. like I've never seen before like I've never seen Ka culture represented like this oh, or represented even, at all. I, I mean, even in the uh, first two episodes, like the moment where your mom comes up and speaks in oh, Korean yeah. that you have to get in and practice like. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you lie to your friends and like, oh, we're about to get fits. It's like Don't I fits. love that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Your mom, <laughs> like your mom yelling at you, like, oh yeah, we're about to go do something. <laughs> they don't understand. Yeah, yeah. they don't understand. <laughs> okay, whatever. And like that yeah. moment is just so, yeah. Like it's it's like that and like the Kyrie farts uh, were so uh. funny. <laughs> and it's not heavy handed. It's not like a no. teachable moment in the show where like. Oh, now this is where we get to learn about the Korean, Korean person. Stuff. It's just, it's just, it's just subversely written in. It's, it's just character. Because and that's what it's like the experience. That's what of it ha- is. Yeah, it's what it is. Yes. When you're friends with someone that is uh, an immigrant or whatever, different than you, that, that's just some shit that you notice. Yeah, it's just it just happens. They oh, they have to go do this instead. They have to go here. Yeah. They have to go to a temple. And then their like to do tone this. changes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And you know which parents to be afraid of. Like, you know all of this. It's exactly. And it's a Korean mom with a visor on. You have to be afraid of her. She's coming at you. With, like, the fruit that she's giving you is aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the KA, um, the, it, the character's written so well. Kudos to the writers. Kudos to the creators. And um, my favorite moment in that episode, uh, in Connor's episode, uh, I won't say it yet because I want you guys to... You guys to um, you guys to see it, but it's an emotional moment, you know, between yeah. between my character and his mom. And uh, I, I just thought it was just so well done and beautiful. And in the first episode, there's a moment where, you know, when he's playing the cello and uh, the fam- in front of the family. Yeah. Like, r- widen to reveal it's his f- only his family watching. <laughs> but if when you widen on the mantle, you see those two Korean ducks. Yeah. I don't know if you notice them, but I was like, well, I because... That's not written in the script. No. That's all stuff done by the animators and the artists. So I was so, it was so cool to see how much of the Korean American culture yeah. that they captured, like, it, and accurately, and not as a costume or a joke or, right. you know, uh, some kind of stupid appropriation. Like, it was just, it's so cool. So um, shout out to Connor and also a quick, quick shout out. Uh, this is like a sub CAC. They don't need our help or exposure, but AB6 is a the K-pop group, huge yeah. K-pop group. Yeah. 
Um, they their song "Absolute" is featured in ep- episode seven. Okay. Uh, a, a, in like an, uh, a montage of one of the scenes. The music is great in the show. The music is so good. <laughs> it's like so hip. I'm just like I. It felt like I was watching. It's like watching a TikTok. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> watching. Yeah, it, it feels cool. It yeah. just feels LA and cool. I will say. Um, with all that being said, you know, tooting my own horn, blah, blah, blah. But um, I don't think most people are going to get it. And a, a lot of people like Industry Rags. Yeah. A.K.A. Variety. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just did not understand. They were like, this is so depressing. Like, oh, like these kids are out here and all they want to do. I'm like, well, I don't think you get it. Like, this is a satire of what's going on right now. So, and kids are depressed. Yeah, yeah like what the fuck do <laughs> what, you think? Like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, we've instilled them with massive amounts of consumerism, and now they can't get enough to fill the hole. Yeah. What the fuck do you think this was? <laughs> this is so depressing. The way these kids are interacting with the technology, we make money yeah, selling yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, this is, we. it's like to be reminded. And, and another reviewer, I think it was the same review maybe, was like, the weird, the hard thing about trying to be a cool show is that if you don't bother um, uh, explaining your references, then you're going to miss out on the people who could like it. And I'm like, uh, that's fuck exactly, you. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. what a fucking dork would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's that dork who's like, oh, I don't get it. It's like, it's not for you, bitch. Yeah. That you just, you know, like as, as a dork who has asked a lot of people to explain things, let me tell you, they don't like it. And that means that. <laughs> And, and and then you gotta look it up later because no one's gonna explain it to you and then you know yeah. your place and I that's how I know I'm a dork because otherwise <laughs> I would think that I was cool but this is how this is how dorks know you keep dorks in their place by not explaining shit to them that's the whole joy fucking dorks <laughs> and this is coming from a self-identified dork I, yeah. I can say that <laughs> It is a really cool show, but like the music and all that stuff, and it, yeah, it like feels like a TikTok, and also like the it palette is, of the show, like yes. the pinks and that, like they really get into capturing the LA sunset. Yes, it's so beautiful. I thought I, I don't know. I, I know it's I'm in the show, but I think it's a great show. <laughs> <laughs> so go watch it, especially episode seven, Connor Shin. Give it up for Connor Yay! Shin. Yes. My kick-ass Korean is uh, actually a um, a submission from one of our listeners who is very helpful. Um, she is, my kick-ass Korean is Bora Kim. Mm. And she is a filmmaker, South Korean filmmaker, uh, has an MFA in fucking from Columbia. Okay, go off. Okay, fancy. Yes. She recently directed a film called House of Hummingbird. Uh, mm. which won Tribeca Film Festival's Best International Narrative Feature, uh, the Blue Dragon Film Award for Best Screenplay, the Grand Prix uh, of the Generation shit. Uh, and it's... The, the person that suggested it is um, was mentioning how this movie is... <sighs> touches on mental health. And mm. I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but she was talking about how this... It made her think about the Ajima show. And... <laughs> I always love being referenced in this way because it's yeah. uh, <laughs> the same person was like, I like how you just create for creating sakes, not to 
gain more followers. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) 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 would love for that to be the same thing, but thank you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But I I just wanted, because she's, you know, she is uh, South Korean and it's like this idea of, in our culture, and we talked a lot about it last week, it's this relationship to mental health and trauma. We Mm. feel, it's like Midwestern, this feeling, like we don't deserve to feel... Oh my god! Yeah, that's so crazy. I've been uh, likening Korean Americanness to Midwestern whiteness this all week. Yes, yeah. it is. It's like this overly like thinking about <sighs> others, like this obsequious politeness. In, yeah, it's uh, concerned about the image of being nice or yeah. polite. Polite yeah. and yeah. um and and men- being mentally ill is like the rudest thing you could do. Like, How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> inflict me with your crazy yeah like oh you have a bad yeah everybody has a fucking mess shut up like (laughs) don't talk about it you know and that's why like even all these like acts of service are so desperate they're like Mm -hmm. there there's like a seeming underbelly of desperation around all of it so this movie um is supposed to specifically address like the middle school experience and we talked about it last week where we distinctly remember when we decided to push down all of our feelings the day Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) and we remember the day and so uh, i wanted to shout her out and like anyone that is talking about um, mental illness and trauma in our community we we love uh, so yeah shout out to Bora Kim Bora Yay! Kim hell yeah alright we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back alright folks we're back now I, I was gonna talk about fighting with my brother oh you did but I don't want to talk about it Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I did fight with my brother, but I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Because it's not resolved yet. Ooh. And I don't want to like yeah. step in things. So I want to resolve it first. And I am open to resolving. So that's what it is. But on to more important things. Uh-huh. I want to ask you about... Approximately 30 minutes of Ajuma content has been redacted from this episode. Sorry about that one, kiddo. But still subscribe on Patreon, please. We love you. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's one of those things where it seems so cliche, but about like your specific voice. And it's like, you know, when it's, it's like one of those things where, you know, there's an Etsy shop out there where she crochets like um, very realistic, um, Faces of babies. It's just crochets. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. What? I'm obsessed with this That's lady. Not where I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so weird. I'm telling you. Like based on photo or what? Yeah, yes. She like okay. crochets this, and it's like very bizarre, interesting. She's she's got a life. This is this is what mm. she fucking does all the time. This is her art. It's super fucking specific. I, you can't believe the reviews on this shop. Uh, like it's crazy, <laughs> but you got an audience. It's the same thing with Ajima. Like it's like this podcast. Yes, it's so fucking hyper specific. We uh-huh. you put it out into the universe, and we're like, who's gonna like this? Because like <laughs> we, every new every week, we're like, who's gonna like this? And every week, <laughs> every week, the it. internet comes back with being like, we do. Yeah, like, that lady. It's like, odd. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and it's just this. It's um, so antithetical to our. <clears throat> 
Korean American upbringing yes. and like capitalistic, like uh, patriarchy mm-hmm. of like just follow the rules, just blend in. Like yeah. the yeah, it, it, that it's being yeah uh, the outrageous courage to be yourself. Mm-hmm. That is. That is very. That's a very interesting thing that is now paying in. In dividends. Kabujima is like literally. <laughs> I know. Fucking. Don't. I have been told that so much my whole life. I'm always kabur. Like I can't stop. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stop kabur. Kaburjengi, that's me. Yes, and it's like this irrepressible thing where being yourself is so deeply frowned upon because it's different. If you're yourself, there's like this individuality that doesn't um, serve the community and your family and like your future success, which is what everything (laughs) in your uh, upbringing is meant to uh, help you succeed in, right? Your future success, that's all, everything you're doing, your cello, the, I will say my mom recently um, showed me, she was, I was talking to my friends about like how our parents were never involved. And literally, my mom came to my house bringing, like, was carrying a recorder. And she was like, what is this? A recorder? A recorder. Oh, like the flute, like the woodwind instrument? Yeah, it's a... The plastic uh, woodwind. It's a very classical medieval instrument. Madrigals. <laughs> okay. okay. what are you talking about? I remember, I, she was like, what is this? And I looked at her, I was like, I was in a recorder ensemble for five years. Like, I was Whoa. a devoted I did recorder. I not know that. What the fuck? <laughs> I am a that recorder. That is so dorky. <laughs> That is the dorkiest thing I've ever fucking heard. Five years oh, in a I, recorder ensemble, ensemble, all recorder ensemble, all recorder ensemble. There were all two recorders. Who needs that? Okay, rude. Um, there was no winter festival that was not complete without us and the bell choir. Uh, okay, handbells. <laughs> Handbells. <laughs> like it's handbells. I've never heard and- anything more suburban Chicago <laughs> than a handbell choir. So we would go with the handbell choir. They were clearly the stars, but we'd be the opening act. And so the <laughs> <laughs> So oh we, my god and i was like looking at it, i was like i went i traveled with the recorder ensemble like this was like a thing like i went to re- recorder ensemble well, like how concerts, old were you from t- until i was 15 10 to 15 yeah wow wow that's you know what that's so interesting that you did that thing spanning those years yeah because 10 and 15 could not be any more different yeah Right, I was like, it's going from child to like mm -hmm. I know everything. Yes, and guess what? Whoa, recorder was there for me. Wow, (laughs) recorder was always the constant. And I'm looking at my mom. No, we're playing sophisticated magicals and medieval music, and uh, you know I play. There's alto recorder. Green sleeves. Was there green sleeves involved? Oh, you know it, bitch. I there better be. That's you the, talking medieval? Give me some green sleeves. That's the banger. That's the banger. That's yes. the closer. Man. That's the closer. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the encore. Yeah. <laughs> we never experienced an encore, but I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but as I was telling my mom, I was like, "What are you talking about? I was in this thing. It was like a huge part of my life." Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. she's like, "Oh, we caught up." Porido do te? And I was like, no, I'm going to take it. And now my my son tortures me with this fucking recorder. And so I took it. I was like, it's so, yeah. 
just goes toot toot because I also had a tin whistle. I mean, it's like you know, I I was uh, sure you know <laughs> you were eclectic. You. <laughs> I'm just saying that it was like, you know, my parents were not involved and they they don't care about this. And, you know, it's just like, is this helping you achieve future success? Like, is, am I, I'm putting money. How is this helping your 401k? Yes. How is this going to help you get a job uh, out of college at a college that Mm -hmm. was good and cheap? Yeah. That you also get a scholarship to, (laughs) you know, like. You're gonna, is and the you better, gonna help and you, you better study something that could absolutely make money. Yes. Not anything in the arts or humanities. My, I mean, like my mom all the time is, you know, is cannot understand any of this. I mean, even before you, you heard, like, I can't even explain to her what this podcast is. She doesn't know I have a podcast. <laughs> She's like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Oh, boy, a boy and that." It's like a like a radio. <laughs> Radio show? I tell my mom it's a radio show and she's like, oh, okay, I don't know. Stop wasting time. Stop having fun. But we are here to tell you, yeah. Yes. Cover as as to your heart. As heart, yes. Until the cows come home. Until you are dried out of cover. All right, <laughs> Phil. If you could at this point uh, cue up the green sleeves on recorder. <laughs> you know, when I found green sleeves, was I was ten years old as well. Yeah. And I was um, writing my first campaign for um, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> And you know my fucking corny ass went audio and visual. Oh, so that's, a, that's a multimedia presentation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I would write the narrative of like um, the heroes. Uh, you all uh, peek over the the mountain, and all of a sudden you see a a forest with a you know smoke coming out yeah. through the ca- canopy. You remember and, this campaign? Oh, I remember all my campaigns. Oh my god. <laughs> You just told me that I was a dork for playing recorder. Oh, I was also a dork. I'm not here. Only dorks could shame each other. That's how dorks work. And I remember I would make um, soundtracks, and Greensleeves was like the opening number to this campaign. Yeah. To set the, you know, you got to set the fucking tone. What are you feeling? What are you smelling? What is the experience? These simple bitches would just read through the campaign, you know, yeah. that that came with the box set. I'm like, no, 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 no. That story's not good enough. Let are me we, tell you a story. Are we playing a role in this Are you game? a dungeon master or are you a dungeon bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Episode title right there. You and I, we were destined to meet each other um, doing what we do, I think, because we had those, uh, that life of like, because I was, you know, until I was seven, I was an only child as well. Yeah. So my imagination was running wild. Wild. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I, when I just think about like the games, intricate games I would play, it's really crazy. Like, you know, I, I, I would mm-hmm. pretend I was a guest on a talk show all the time. 
Like just like oh have a God. mug and like just be. But, they, <laughs> <laughs> but it must have looked crazy because like you know I also yeah it must have looked crazy. If, if but who's in, looking? There's no one looking. You, no one's around you. Exactly. You're isolated. Yeah. You could do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I oh used to gosh. draw like. Um, when I was young, I didn't know like I was gay yet. I should have known because I was like nine, ten years old, drawing um, Dragon Ball cartoons. Uh-huh. Like you know how the Dragon Ball characters are so buff, so I would like draw them, but in like sexual um, situation, like <laughs> like hen- hentai. I was drawing. I was a nine-year-old drawing hentai. No. Yeah. Dragon like, Ball I would, Z. I- Dragon Ball Z. I, mean, I would hot. draw yeah, Goku yeah. Yeah, and hot. Trunks like. Yeah. I remember specifically there was a moment where Trunks had his pants down and <laughs> Goku put a quarter in there. Shut up. <laughs> and I've never told that to anyone in my life. That's literally, I've literally never said that out loud, but it's an image burned into my brain because I remember thinking like, there's some kind of like, ooh, this is naughty. But at the same time, I was like, this is funny as hell. Like, this motherfucker is putting a coin in this butthole. <laughs> oh, my God, Peter. I'm crying. Okay. He's twisted, but he's brilliant. You know, it's... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, we're okay. going to need to take a break. <laughs> and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, folks, we're back with our newest section of the show and your new favorite. It's AMA Marago. Marago. Yeah, <laughs> All right, what's our question today? Um, this week, the question is coming straight from the artist way. Ju- Miss Julia Cameron herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Yeah. I, I, I started it. Yeah, I've started it. I've never I've started it. I've started it like 16 times. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy I do enjoy like her the her approach. It's just hard for me to stay on schedule with stuff. But anyway, highly recommend Artist Way. Okay. If this is uh this is from um a recovery week three, recovering a sense of power. I've never gotten this far. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always losing power and just staying angry. Um This question is straight from that. And the question is, if I had had a perfect childhood, I'd have grown up to be what? Ooh, if I had a perfect childhood. Right? Also, what does a perfect childhood <clears throat> look like? I don't know. I guess um, parents that are supportive, but also providing um, good boundaries so you understand a sense of ownership and, um, you know, uh, and consequences. I don't. I, I mean, I, I. I honestly don't even know what that looks like. Like, I can't even imagine it. But okay, so this is a perfect childhood. As as I as I dream of it, I guess right, like, right. um, a childhood that's uh. I actually, I don't know. I, I actually, I. 
I guess the question might be a better childhood, not perfect. Yeah, because perfect, yeah. I think... I think, I don't yeah. know what perfect is. Because I could say, like, oh, one that's, you know, devoid of pain and suffering and mm-hmm. blah, blah, But I'm like, mm, that also makes character and... Uh, I don't know. Like, there's... You find yourself earlier and you... You know, there's a sense of growing up that's faster than others that's beneficial. You know, I don't know. But yeah, I would I mean, say, let's let's switch the question to a better... Better childhood, yeah. A better childhood. If I had a better childhood, mm-hmm. I would not... I don't know if I would be doing comedy. Yeah. Or I anything in the arts. I don't think anything in the arts. I think I would have done something... In academia, Peter, I was just about to say the same thing. Shut the fuck up! Are you I serious? Swear to God, <gasps> Chincha? Chincha. I was literally like, I probably be like a like a professor, like professor. A yeah. yeah ch- oh, what in what in what? Say it in one, two, three. Okay. Okay. Um, one, two, three. Urban Art planning. history. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Both completely useless. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Exactly. No, urban planning is important. Yeah, but I was like always very politically minded, you know, but like for me, a better childhood would have been like my parents didn't hit me and we were slightly richer and they didn't like each other. And they liked each other. They liked each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they showed me what it means to be in a um, loving and compromising relationship. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You know, something like that. Like that, that yeah. feels like good to me. I'm like, okay, that's I enough. I think that would have given me the space to grow into someone who would want to teach others. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have that right now. Like, no. I'm still struggling with serving myself that I, I, I don't know how to serve others yet. I mean, it's like the chaotic. <laughs> I mean, I am one of the most chaotic bisexuals i think out there in the game currently and bisexuals alone are chaotic chaotic. energy in general so (laughs) you being the most thank you you're welcome okay i played the recorder for you (laughs) i mean truly but it's like when i think about it it's like what it would be to have come from a place of feeling safe Mm. safety safety is is really crazy i don't know You know, and not safety this, like, is safety is so far away from me. Yes, and I, at all feel, times, because I'm, I'm constantly just lashing out. I'm reacting. I'm like, I'm, I'm constantly trying, defensive. Yes, I'm like I'm trying okay, not I, to get killed. I'm only trying to patch things up because I'm seeing <laughs> this dike is full of holes, and I, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. I got some yeah. glue. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just reacting and trying to just patch things yeah. up and always returning because I've done a shitty job because I was doing it quickly, you know? And exactly. You're in survival mode. I'm in survival mode. So like yeah. to come from a place of safety and like, um, like groundedness in my yes. childhood, I think would have one made me way less of a liar. Yes. You know, like, I would have lied way less yeah. or lied worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a pretty good liar. I'm an amazing uh, liar. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always like tiny lies to it, the inconsequential. Yeah. And, and why? Sometimes I like literally will ask myself, why did I do, I mean. Why did I, I always do that. When someone like asks me something so inconsequential, I'll just tell a slight lie just so that I'm amused. I literally, this is one of Jack's favorite stories about me to show how psycho I am. Uh-huh. Um, Ringhan was talking about her 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 boyfriend likes uh, Jersey Mike's. 
because of the um, Philly cheesesteak thing. I love Jersey Mike. Okay. And they were drag and they were dragging Jersey Mike's, and I was like, I don't know, I think it's pretty okay. And then they mm. looked at me, and I for a beat, and I just I just realized what I had done. I was like, you know what? I've never tried Jersey Mike's. I don't know why I complain about that. <laughs> I've never even had it. I don't know why I you know what I mean? It's like these yeah. kind of lies. I'm just like, why am I fucking? Why lying did you about? do that? Why did I do this? <laughs> do you feel like because you had nothing to input besides? A lie? I'm sure. I'm sure that's a yeah. part of it. Because I, I need to be a part of the conversation. And it's like, I lie yeah. about shit like that all the time. Jack, oh, knows. And she's like, did you actually watch this? I was like, no, but I've read about it. Yeah, I know. I know enough to talk. Let's yeah, talk. Let's talk. <laughs> like, well, I can't have an opinion about it because I don't know watch this thing. She's like, yeah, you can't. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And the thing is, like, that's all it takes is like a firm boundary. When she says that, I'm not like, well, I want to talk about it. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Like, I, I'm yeah, like, you're right. okay, you're right. Yeah. And it's all yeah. it takes. It's just like this firm no. And yeah, because I don't chaotic. think we've had. Did did you have boundaries growing up? No, I don't know what that means. Yeah, what are you I, talking about? I was boundaries? I was I was punished for doing something wrong, mm-hmm. but I wasn't taught like what is specifically wrong or right or what is my bounds. Like it's mostly like. Uh, there are no boundaries unless I don't like it. Then you're fucked. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was were, very that. It was no communications th- of bounds. It's only you got punished for doing something wrong, but you're also punished for doing something normal. Like I, one, it, yeah, it didn't matter. Like it was just they're punitive. They're punitive right. measures, and this is the thing. It was always a disproportionate response. Like my mom always. was always Israel, and I was a fucking Palestine. Like it's like why do we? I'm throwing stones. You don't need to bomb me. <laughs> like, I'm, th- I'm throwing stones. This I'm is fucking, extra as fuck. Yeah, I'm eight. So I, yeah, I got a yeah. little attitude and I think this is unfair. I'm throwing rocks. <laughs> and I, yeah. I'm truly one of the most heinous. It was like, it, it, it was one of those like, you know how there's like a, a handful of like epic beatings you got, right? Like the ones oh. that you really remember. And like they're like the ones that were so epic that even your mom remembers, but differently, you know? Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and it was one of those things where I was like, I didn't want to go to the health club with my mom. I don't know what's happening mm-hmm. in our life. I've never, I've, I've tried to talk to her about it because I was like, this is Give was us crazy. an age. Give us an age. I was seven. I was seven. seven. Oh, no, wow. No, no, no. Yeah, you yeah. need to go. You need to go. They say that in Korean. You yeah. need to go. Terrible step. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the health club with my mom. She's going to, yeah. she's going to slap me between her breasts. You know what I mean? Like everyone's <laughs> naked. She's going to insist that I go into the sauna and I don't want to go to the sauna. I'm, I'm seven. Yeah. I'm, I'm understanding like what's different now. Right. And mm-hmm. she wanted to go to the, uh, Bally's health club because she got another thing. Oh my God. My mom always went to Bally's. Because that's where like, before oh my they were, God, that's before- so fucking crazy. My mom signed me up for a Bally's, uh, membership, a child's membership at fifth grade. <laughs> Cause she said I need to lose weight. <laughs> Oh, judging that. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I was just like, I don't want to go. And she kicked the shit out of me. <gasps> like, I'm telling you, it was crazy. And this thing is like, I've tried to talk to her. In like, the home like, or outside? Inside the home. She chased me around the home. This was, it was like a crazy, <gasps> where like, and I just remember my dad watching TV while like, she's like literally losing her mind. Something that was clearly oh going God. on in her own life. Like as a mom now, like clearly something was happening. Like she was yeah. lost her goddamn mind, and sure. you know, like you know, one of those things where she's like pulling out new stuff to hit me with. Like she, she yeah, like this yeah. wasn't, this is not gonna hurt enough. I need to find something yeah. bigger. And yeah, and then <laughs> God forbid that bigger thing breaks. breaks? Oh, bitch, you in for it now? <laughs> like, 
the combs. The combs. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my god. The combs. The hechoris. Yeah. The back scratchers. But that's what I mean. Ugh. It's just like this is this is a crazy scenario. How can you feel safe? Like I don't know. Like did I do something no. wrong? I don't want to go with her to this thing. This yeah. I just like- expressed what I don't want, and she went nuclear. Nuts. Clearly, something was happening in her life. I've tried to talk to her about it, and she. This is. I've been like, you know, remember that time? She's like, ah, okay, okay. Um, you were being like, uh, yeah, like you didn't want to go. You, she's like, literally, she yeah. still says the exact same thing that happened. She's like, you didn't want to go with me to the health club. What then? Like you were being like, whatever. She's like, didn't stray from her stance that it was a very mean thing to do. She didn't. I know. It's just like. I just didn't want to go with you to the stage. Like, well, that's why I, that's why I kicked the shit out of you, and that's it. <laughs> End of story. Now, l- <laughs> let me let me let me let me uh, posit something though. I think there might be something missing in the middle. Mm-hmm. Is that yes, you as a seven year old did not want to go, and you expressed it, and you did nothing wrong, right? But I think your mom, because this is something that's happened to me with my yeah. dad. My dad used to beat the shit out of me for nothing. Yeah, like. Because I spelled school wrong once. I forgot yeah. the H, and I'll never forget that H again. Oof. So, you know, it worked. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's snow for me. Snow. Yeah, yeah. Snow. Oh, my God. Um, but he, uh, I, I, I think now looking back at it and stuff, I can't ask him because he's dead. And the fact that you ask your mom and she asserts that she was correct is yeah. beyond. <laughs> Um, she doubled down. Is that yeah? <laughs> she doubled down. <laughs> I should have fucking beat you up yeah, harder. Like should have broke your leg. <laughs> but I think what it is is that our parents do not have the capacity for backtalk. Yes, they are not because I think they have never backtalked. Yes. Like they were not allowed to. No questioning. In the old world. No, your father's rule, mother's rule is law. Yeah. That's how every generation before us was bred. Yeah. So to break in 1982 mm-hmm. in a new country or, you, you know, you you came a yeah. little later. But, yeah. you know, in the 80s to come to a new country and to have your child speak to you like a white bitch. Yeah. The amount, kigamakida, you know, like you Kiga hear that? Kigamakya, right? My ki, my chi, my energy is being stuck because of you. Kigamakya means like you're, you can't hear. Like it's like some, so your ear is full. Like, is that right? Like, like I don't know how Oh, is it kigamakya or kigamakya? I forget, whatever. No, you're right. You're much more right. Yes. I think it might be key. But uh, anyway, in any sense, it means like I'm at the, my bars hitting red and I'm about to go ballistic. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the, that's the sorrow of our parents. The the split between our parents' generation and us is that we are doing nothing wrong Mm -hmm. by expressing how we feel. Yeah. But that is everything wrong to them. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking nuts and they don't have the capacity to communicate with their child who is much better at communicating that than they ever were right because we know our feelings right and we're uh, we're finally in a country where we're able to speak our feelings mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. This- Maja. No more Maja. Like it's Did- that's exactly it. It's just the speaking back at all. The temerity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like and in- for them to not have the capacity to understand that my child mm-hmm. and I ought to speak in this way, or yeah. I should be, able, I sh- I want to connect to my child in this way. I, I'm not excusing your mom at all. She is in the wrong. My dad was in the wrong too because my yeah. mom did not react that way. No, to the same, you know. Yeah. So like, it is person to person. Mm-hmm. But I think there is this thing where it's like you are way more. Uh, able to deal with your son disagreeing with you i apologize to him all the time i'm like i'm sorry i lost my temper i didn't mean to speak to you that way he's like it's okay mama it's like you're frustrated you were frustrated i was like yeah i'm really glad you understand like I mean, that's literally wow like- your son is fucking cool as hell <laughs> it's like, well, seriously. Th- this goes back to me and my brother's fight mm-hmm. i'm not going to go into the details but it comes down to it comes down to me <laughs> expressing how I feel uh-huh. and him challenging that I have feelings at all. Ah, uh, that's tough. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's me saying, I don't like this mm-hmm. and him saying, how dare you not like this about me? Then that means you don't like me. Mm. You know what I mean? That's a so tough like, conversation. Yeah. It's a suit and for two people who have never talked before, yeah. like my brother and I have never spoken in a real way. We, yeah. you know, we get together and talk about family, talk shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we like, you know, we hang out, yeah. but to have a relationship with another human being, you must communicate. And yeah. there is no way to communicate with each other that we've known. We have no groove. So I f- tried to put in a groove he gaslit me. Yeah. And I said, not in my house. Yeah. And he said, fuck your house. Yeah. And I said, and then I went, and that's when I was Kiga Makyo. Yeah. And I lost my temper. Okay. And I said, then if you don't like this, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Kick, kicked him out. And he said, okay, that's all I need to hear. Bye. And he left and he scorched earth it, which is what our family does. Of course. Yeah. 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 So, and I've apologized since then. Okay. And he does not want to accept it. He hasn't replied? No, he told me not accepted. <gasps> unsubscribe. I'm not accepting your apology. Yeah, unsubscribe. So ah! at the end of the day, then, and I've talked to my new therapist about this. Yeah. And he's given me some skills to work out this week. <clears throat> like holding onto ice is a thing that I've I've done this week. Why? Um, what are you, it's like a, a, a form of like acknowledging your anxiety instead of judging it and then just like having tools to like uh, divert it and to like sit through it as opposed to like going to shame spiral about I'm anxious, I'm anxious. And now I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, like it's Whoa. a way to like cu- cut the connection. It's like just okay. like a physical thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying new things. But um, <laughs> now I'm at a place where like, Hey, I'm trying to communicate with you and this is what I need from you. And if you if the other person in our Korean American family says, "Fuck you. You yelled at me, you mm-hmm. disrespected me, and mm-hmm. you're dead to me." Yeah. Then I don't know what more I can do. Oof. I don't know like what do you want me to beg on my knees? You know what I mean, Probably. the Korean style? Yeah. Probably because at the end of the day they want to be correct. Yeah. It's not about, they don't want to hear 
Like there's no like my heart is out here and your heart is out here and we are talking heart to heart. Mm-hmm. It's none of that. It's about I am right, you are wrong. Well, is it a thing that like a behavior that we have to change or is it just something that you guys can just move past? It's um, I think it's in at the core a behavior that has to change because I need you to be able to listen to how I feel. And if if my feelings are triggering you, then we can't be in relationship because I can't not talk about how I feel. Wow. It's just not going to happen any longer with my family. And this is what we were talking about last week about like I'm breaking the cycle. Yeah. And here I am taking a leap and saying, hey, this is I don't like the way you do this. Yeah. This is not what I like. Mm -hmm. And that triggering my family member. It's same thing that happened to my mom when I said, don't call me fat. Yeah. Don't talk about my looks like that. You are hurting my feelings. And she got defensive and said, well, that's not what I'm intending. And I'm saying, well, that's not my problem Mm -hmm. you are hurting me and that's it's the same thing that happened to my brother i was like i don't like the way you do this please stop doing this and he said and then he was like well that's not my intention i'm like well i don't that's what's happening yeah get your intentions in order (laughs) then you know what i mean like i don't know what else to tell you and it's people that don't want to talk about how they feel Uh so they deal in binaries of right versus wrong right and that supersedes the grays of how we're feeling. <sighs> so to answer this question, if I had a better family growing up, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be like a fun professor on campus. The best. <laughs> <laughs> like Goodwill hunting style. Like you could come to me, bro. Like you could come, it's not your fault. Like hug it out. You know, like. <laughs> And you know what? It's crazy. I think both of us saying this because I know someone who is a professor that's like Korean and his mm-hmm. family is really like nice. They were all like, they were rich. Really? They were just, yeah. They are like, wow. like, 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 but he was like mm. nice and he was like, they were ha- a happy family. You know, there's wow. like four of them I've so ever met. So it exists. Met. Yeah, I've met so four of them. So it exists. We can do it. Yes. You know what? There's a kill. It's a kill. There's always that one very nice Ajashi who and like mm. loves his wife and shit, you know? Yeah, he's like a huge fan of her work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like shit like that. I've seen it before. I've seen that Ajashi. And then I know yeah, it, but let's yeah. model after those Ajashis and Ajumas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. That was the episode today, this week. Thanks for listening once again. Join us next week and hit up the Patreon if you uh, want. If and you also, dare. Okay. <laughs> if you dare. And check out Fairfax now streaming on Amazon. <laughs> check out episode seven. Let us know what you think. All right, bye. Bye. Audio.